By George, I think I've got it. Hybrosexual sinking. I saw that Bigfoot walking across the screen and I thought to myself, wow, they are real. I ask us all, is that really reasonable? My personal belief is that uh, there is very compelling evidence that we uh, we may not be alone. I'll show you a little of the evidence for hypothetical thinking. Researchers at Stanford University School of Medicine have pioneered a cancer vaccine that eliminated all traces of cancer in mice. You could find evidence of that, my friends. You could change the world. Hypothetical thinking. A podcast for the hypothetical thinker. Greetings, turkey lovers, and welcome to Hybrothetical Thinking. <laughs> turkey lovers. Well, they might they might hate turkey now. Maybe. Uh, it's a semi-informed podcast that explores the journey from probability all the way. Yo, <laughs> oh, I don't like I don't like how just, I, uh, just let it happen gently across the table, looking right into Johnny's eyes, just staring deeply until. <laughs> This is so it uncomfortable. Jumps off the table and scurries up his furry little legs. I don't have furry legs. And stops his kneecap just to give a little, just a little kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and then squatting down like Usain Bolt. Usain at Bolt. the starting line of one of the most intense races of H- his life. He <laughs> starts charging. <laughs> And runs very fast uh, all the way into Johnny's butthole. Uh, so uncomfortable. <laughs> he wins uh, the race. <laughs> Ew. Ew, dude. Uh, oh, man, I'm going to... Well, then. Nasty. That was that was like two minutes of uncomfortability. Good. Uh, my <laughs> name is Nick Floyd. I'm joined by my oh, uh, very stuffed co-hosts. Yeah, I'm Taylor. Oh, Johnny. Uh, the way this works is that either Taylor or myself will do the research for our weekly episodes and Johnny Little... Uh, fat looking Johnny because he ate a lot of <laughs> turkey. Know, I'm not that fat. He goes in every episode completely blind, sort of like uh, all the turkeys who have no idea they're going to be feeding us on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Oh, that's morbid. <laughs> it just Thanksgiving just happened. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was like what three days ago, four days ago. Mm-hmm. I gave a lot of thanks. Who'd you Who'd you give thanks to, Taylor? Uh, I gave thanks to uh to my my family, my friends, uh. All our all our, our war veterans overseas. Uh, I, I gave thanks for uh, 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 a, a bounty of, of marijuana that I, I currently possess. <laughs> that's keeping me through the holidays. Cultivating. Uh, <laughs> what about you guys? What are y'all thankful for in these holidays? Every, no, everything. I don't really thank marijuana, but I think thankful for my friends and family and uh, you guys. John is thankful I didn't for think nothing. marijuana specifically. I, I'm thankful for marijuana. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think an inanimate object. I don't, I don't. I don't. Thank you, marijuana. I feel like I don't thank enough, but people who are close to me know that I'm thankful for them. Maybe I'm just a riddled old. So you think ass. they're just yeah, like God? They, Johnny's not thankful for me. I don't yeah, know. Kind of like spoiled little butthole. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, two uh, buttholes in the first uh, five minutes uh, of this podcast. Buttholes. No, three. Oh, my God. I hate <laughs> it. I hate oh. it. All right, Nick, what are you thankful for? And I am don't thankful say for the world the world, and the word. Don't say it. Butthole. There's going to be plenty of them in this episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> plenty of them. If you know me, it's going to slip out of my mouth at least one more time. I've been <laughs> waiting for people to send me emails and texts saying how much more uncomfortable they are than just me about the— Dude, I, don't, I think you're the only person that's uncomfortable by that word. I was telling Johnny, I'm— there are so many like actual scientific words that make me genuinely uncomfortable. Like, like perineum, areolas. Areola and is kind of a 
pretty word. I, I like that word. I don't. Uh, there's uvula. something about uvula makes me uncomffortable. Urethra mm, makes me uncomfortable. Urethra makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, I'd much rather call it a dickhole. How about stool or poop? <laughs> stool? Feces Fecal. makes Fecal me uncomfortable. Matter. Fecal matter. Phallus makes me Those more uncomfortable Those don't make me uncomfortable. Penis. Butthole does. But it's... Uh, Purple mushroom-headed yogurt slinger. <laughs> yeah. it's like, ew. Ew, that's nasty. Guys, I'm thankful for all the words we have uh, that, that uh, describe make nasty, us sound... Uh, <laughs> lower of lower intelligence. Dude, I'm thankful for episode number 36 because that's where we are right now. Episode Shit. 36. And it's only by the support of our listeners that we have made it this far. You and, know, it, uh, it's crazy. This is only a thing for me. This is the last page in my notebook that I write all the notes in. I have to start a new notebook. What? I don't know why. 36 is a weird number. I he's, just He's got to go buy a hybrid composition book. Well, College to, ruled and white. Yeah. That is kind of weird. 36 is partially the mark of the beast. You're oh. ending a book I literally wrote on the first page of my new book today. Oh, so, you know, we, we close one book, we open a new one. Dude, not only this. Uh, so we got the Mark of the Beast already. <laughs> I, like, randomly got a letter from my bank uh, in the mail the other day, like two days ago. And uh, I opened it up, and it says, hey, man, somebody has uh, gotten a hold of your debit card, apparently, or your debit card sucks, and we're going to replace it. Here's the new one. <laughs> this sales works. Here's my, here's my fucking new debit card. I look at the number. Sure enough, right there, the last three letters, six, six, six. What? No. I say to myself, holy shit, it's the mark of the beast is now That's the end? crazy. Is like, now is like the downfall? I mean, oh. maybe the end for you. Yeah, maybe. But like or not- well, maybe it's the beginning for me, but the end for everybody else. Are uh, you I mean, the- I'm uh, the one who bears the mark of the beast, apparently. Shit. That or is sucks. this account that, that I've got that just got this card? Is it about to explode? Either negatively or positively? Like, I have no idea. Hopefully positively. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't sell yourself to the your soul to the devil for nothing, right? I mean, you just sure that mo- is it monetary? And if it is, I feel like it doesn't stay for that long. I don't know. I saw it bedazzled. It's like whatever you want. <laughs> I saw. It. I've never seen it. <laughs> Good old Brendan Fraser. It's a national treasure, dude. I want to throw a shout-out right now. Uh, well, shout-out to our boy Tyler, who gave us a great uh, explanation in the uh, the, uh, like four the, weeks ago. the question that we posed a few days ago. <laughs> but, dude, our boy Zane, I don't know if you guys saw this message. He hit us up uh, yeah, 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 yeah. on an Instagram message with a response to this challenge. And I want to read it out because I think he hit the nail on the head. Oh, shit. He did a very well job. Yeah, he kind of crushed it. I think he's, I think this is this is the answer. I'm sh- Zane sure. Knight, our well, knight, our animator. <laughs> yeah. So, in response to the question posed in the live episode from the Nelsonian from the Nelson Compound, nothing in the material universe is ever still or unchanging. Everything is vibrating, spinning, and orbiting at the atomic and subatomic level. The universe is is constantly truly vibrating. Also, there is no true vacuum in space until you reach the edge of the expanding universe or the void. Space, quote unquote, is filled to the brim with radiation, light waves, and all other sorts of beams and streams of particles slash energy. So I that mean, definitely seems like it's. I think he, uh, I think he hit it right. The I only thing I'm like wondering about. I'm not saying this is wrong. I just question in my head now. I'm like, okay, so in this vacuum, you know, they're saying he says there's no true vacuum in space because of all the the things that is in there, the light waves, the radiation, mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know, little particles. But I think when they talk about vacuum, though, they're, om- they're, lim- they're omitting all of those things, right? They're talking about the space other well, than the radiation, the light waves, the particles, anything that occupies. It- it's talking about the blank space in between all those things, right? 
I don't that know. is still a vacuum of space, right? I've I've pondered this. I talked about this in the podcast because there's it's impossible. I think like Zane's saying to get to the outer rims of what the universe is to have true space because there's at some small ass level piece of pieces of like asteroids. Dude, he just said ass and pizza. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you perusing through my dating profile? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> there's all there's all some kind of particulate that's like in the space. Right. So I feel like he's like But it's not that's it's not so the, the 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 space that that particle is occupying is omitted from this area that we're calling the void. Everything in between, I guess. It's only everything in between, yeah. Well, then what makes that difference in a vacuum changer chamber down here on Earth? I don't That's, think anything. Oh, so it's still the vacuum of space? I don't think so. It's just a vacuum. This is yeah, above, a vacuum. This is above like, my pay grade. I, from what I understand, I mean, the vacuum is it's just zero. Nothing. So what he's talking about, you get to the edge of what we're calling yeah, yeah, our universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the same thing as saying all the space in between all the particles and everything. Because the you know, the edge of the universe is what we're saying is okay. That's just where all the particles and everything stops. Yeah. Outside of that, it's yep. just nothingness. Yeah. Which is the same thing as the space in between all these particles yeah. in this universe. Yeah. Yeah. But that might be such a small level that I wouldn't even call it space. At that point, I just call it like very small space. Yeah. Right. All right. Well. Because you can just go down fine enough to where it doesn't matter what particle is in it, you're not talking about that particle. You're talking about everything else. Well, long story short, Zane crushed it. Uh, yeah, as, that was I know great. he would. Um, but yeah, he's a fucking. So we got to print up some more fucking shirts, man. You, people need to start hitting up our Patreon yeah. account, and uh, <laughs> so we can start printing up some more shit. We, we got all kinds of cool designs. Running up. out. We still have Patreon. <laughs> yeah, we got a Patreon that uh, man. You guys have been showering us with goods and <laughs> with, you know with, with sweet change, but. Hey man, keep it going because uh, that's funny. We're not gonna lie to you and tell you that this is how we survive, but no, no, no. We we but... could lie and say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. this is fun. This is fun. This is fun. We just we do it because we enjoy it. Cause love it, yeah. We love but it. it it would be nice to have a little cash so we can make yeah. t-shirts and shit. Some, some, some. We have so yeah, ideas. we don't want to pay ourselves. We just want to make some cool shit with I, our logo I, on it every, to give away. Every dollar we made from t-shirt sales goes back into t-shirt sales. Yep, yep, <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's pretty much or, or advertising. We gotta up our print quantities here. Yeah. So, yeah we hey guys, if you guys want a fucking shirt, let us know. Send us a message, send us an email, hit us up on on our Instagram account or something. Just be like, yo, hit me up with a shirt because we got them for sale, and yeah. that'll that'll help us uh, figure out how many more we need. Yep. Dude, I'm not gonna lie, I distributed a handful of these shirts out um, the other day. I got to get a couple more because we need more sizes. But I distributed a couple of them. Since I distributed to the several people that were begging for them. Literally two of them have, <laughs> every time I've seen them since, they've had the shirt on. Ah, really? <laughs> yeah. One of them immediately wore the shirt to work, um, sent me photos, and I was like, well, of course, send me a, a full body photo with your face in it so we can post it on our high bro page. Mm-hmm. But no, she wouldn't. She was shy. Oh. Damn it. Don't be shy. Yeah, but once you get a shirt, send us a picture of you wearing the we'll shirt, and you. we'll put it on all of our socials. Yeah. We'll feature you. And we'll you. quote you, too. If you got a cool quote you want to type out with it, we'll quote you. <laughs> Fuck and you, we'll Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Our Orlando people, they know that we will we'll say literally anything you want to say. Literally. Me. Yeah. Every quote's like just a grading, Johnny. Basically, basically it. <laughs> um... Yeah, also be sure to uh, subscribe to this podcast. We're sure that you get all the episodes first. And if you guys are in the San Jose area, we will be, uh, all three of us will be at the uh, 
the Fan Fest out there in San Jose. And then right after that, we're going to be out in uh, Edison, New Jersey again for round two. And we'll also be there. So, guys, if you're a fan of the podcast and uh, you want to come to a cool event, make sure to come to the, to the Fan Fest in San Jose and the Walker Stalker in New Jersey and uh, look for us running around and uh, just stop us because we'd love to have a conversation. It's uh, said we give the Christmas high fives in the biz. It's actually it's been said true. that we give great high fives, which I didn't know until people were like, jazz, what are high fives? It's all about the high fives. Uh, but yeah, I got uh, I got some news for you before we dive in. What's your news? Uh, and this one's a bit wild. Wild. What, 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 what? Wild and crazy news. So this is just, I mean, I feel like things just keep popping off. Uh, and maybe it's because we have the podcast and we're just realizing that this, this shit's always been there. But the fact that we... We look for it once a week, every week, and have been for 36 weeks. Makes it more potent. I feel like it makes it more potent, but I also feel like shit just keeps popping off because we started this podcast. Very possible. It's definitely happening. I mean, we've said it before. We've highlighted the fact that we are motivating the actions of the universe on a micro level. It's true, and I think this is a a true effect of that. Uh, So, uh, last week... Uh, someone was just casually hanging around, and they were listening to uh, the uh, air traffic controller. ATC. Audio. The ATC audio uh, out in Ireland. 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 And on the ATC, one pilot just started describing a object or objects traveling at astronomical speeds of at least Mach 2 or twice the speed of sound. Oh, man. It's uh, not that fast. There are aircrafts that can go Mach 2. Okay, Johnny. There are aircrafts the that can go Mach 2. plane guy. I'm saying like the Blackbird. Anyways. I'm, I mean, he used speeds. He was like, this is going fast. Yeah. It goes way faster. How fast does the Blackbird go? This is multiple mocks, right? Multiple mocks, I think. There's, there's, there's multiple like, stealth bombers. More than three, isn't it? I don't know, but it's more than two. How many are mocks? It's it, so when you break one mock is the speed of sound, right? Yeah, when you break the, the sound barrier, which by the mock, way, Mach three plus twenty two hundred oh, miles per hour. Little, little known fact: if you ever hear, wow. if you ever hear two uh, huge booms in the air, if this ever happens to you, it's, it's the because, jet from the X Men. Well, you'll 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 hear <laughs> a jet break the sound barrier, but the reason there's two is because the nose breaks it and then the wings break it. Isn't that crazy? Plane guy, that is fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. That's wild. It's weird. You think it would just cut like a like a knife, you know, like some blood. bullets. Like why are they two separate things? So atomic, you know. Is that like a sign that maybe a it's not the most aerodynamic thing that it could be? I don't think. I think it, if it has any air resistance and it breaks the sound barrier, it's gonna make a sound. You know. Right. Yeah. So this incident began when a British Airways pilot flying from Montreal to London's Heathrow Airport contacted Shannon Air Traffic Control in Ireland to ask if there were any military aircraft in the vicinity. When told there was no such aircraft, the pilot said something had moved so fast past the aircraft. And the traffic controller responded with, "Uh, alongside you? The pilot replied that two objects had approached on the left and then rapidly veered to the north. We saw a bright light and it just disappeared at a very high speed. You say left and north. Where's he headed? I don't know. I'm confused. So they're next to him and then where'd they go? I don't know. Okay. Because, okay. I mean, he also doesn't I mean, know. But, well, if they're left of him and he's facing south, then north they just turned the fuck around and go, went backwards. Yeah. Which, okay. I don't know. So, I don't he's have, facing south. They were on the east. Yeah. They were going alongside of him and then they 
They went the opposite direction. Yes. Went north. So, and he describes them as what? Uh, Fast-moving objects with unusual lights, but uh, very shortly after that, the astronomy... Uh, David Moore, the head of Astronomy Ireland, told the Irish Times that he was a thousand percent sure it was a meteorite and had received at least four reports of a fireball from people on the country's west coast. That makes sense, but that would also mean that it's also going into the atmosphere, going down. Right, which doesn't make sense. Because he's not probably going down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't change directions at all. Well, I mean, that too. Yeah, it wouldn't like trailing, speed up. It wouldn't up. be anywhere near him. It'd reach terminal velocity and then just stay there until yeah. it impacts the Earth. Yeah. It wouldn't be what you call right next to him. It'd be going It'd be way the fuck down. far away. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it is the, the report said the fireball was moving quite slow and broke up into several pieces. Uh, but the, the Astronomy Ireland organization, which, fuck them, uh, wrote on <laughs> oh my Facebook. God. They wrote on Facebook... Uh, the the breaking up of a fireball really does look like a fleet of aircraft slash UFOs flying by. Why would you say that? What? Yeah, does, it's like I mean, something like a cover does up. Does it though? I mean, how do you no, know? I mean, this is that, that doesn't make sense though, because that's that's a huge argument. It's like people know what meteors look like. They know they know what it looks like when they've split apart and they continue in the direction that they were traveling, just split a little bit. How does? I mean, that doesn't seem to make. That doesn't jive at all with UFOs. And I would say it, no. it, it might look similar if you're on the ground. Like, you're looking at the sky and you see, like, a bright thing. Maybe it's dark. Maybe it's gloomy. Maybe there's, there's fog. But if you're in the sky, that's not, I can imagine yeah. there's nothing fucking, like, because there's going to be a huge, like, like, uh, like a tail of cloud. It's going to be burning. Right. So, yeah, and don't you kind of default to, oh, it must be a meteor. Yeah. But yeah. And then you know, someone's like, oh, shit, no, it must be a UFO because it just did something that I've never seen a meteor do. Yeah. Or heard yeah, of a meteor yeah, doing. Yeah. Like change directions or go insane. Well, fast what, what, what's the quote? Is it a bird? It's a plane? Like, you don't first say it's Superman. You assume the things that make <laughs> yeah, most sense. Yeah, right. Oh, is that? No, it's not. <laughs> it's Superman. It's a bird. It's a plane. Yeah. It's <laughs> that's, than a speeding it's not the way it works. It do, Yeah. I, I don't know. There's like. Uh, if people want to say it's UFO, like let them say it's UFO. But for the Astronomy Ireland to come forward and be like, oh, "Now listen, I know what you're thinking. A lot of people uh, uh, think fireballs breaking apart look like UFOs. Like, how does anybody have a frame of fucking reference? And how do you have a frame of yeah, reference? Like, back in Ireland, we only yeah. had cows. Yeah, <laughs> we have a lot of meteors and UFOs. How do, <laughs> like, like, how do you all they know, know is of cattle? That's all they got. Right. <laughs> It like doesn't make sense. A shitty soccer team. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> hit them where it hurts. Oh, dang. It's, uh, it's now the uh, Irish are going to stop listening to this podcast. Oh, Charlie and O'Connor. They, they blow. It's okay. So, yeah, I don't know. I got pretty excited because I saw that, you know, t- a couple weeks ago, there was that piece of news that that, uh, that giant. Pizza news. The pizza news that was the giant, like, smooth meteorite looking thing that was floating above Earth's atmosphere. And they were saying that there were odds that it could be an alien spacecraft. Yeah, it's, it's most likely an alien spacecraft. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. And then two weeks later, fast forward, and then you have, in Ireland, these uh, lights being reported on uh, by ATC and by some pilots mm. around the area. Co- connected? Could be. Extraterrestrials? <laughs> you guessed I it. Feel like, <laughs> you got it. I feel like <laughs> ATC is meant to look into the sky, and I have a feeling they have seen meteorites before. Uh, you would have to assume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you would have to assume. Like, that just makes sense. Like, yeah. you, you'd assume that all pilots, when they, like, they launch like their, their missiles, they all, are those, are those aircrafts? Are those meteorites? Are those UFOs? No, yeah. they're fucking rockets. 
Yeah. Well, I guess no matter what, I guess these, the AIA, the ATC, whoever, they have to say something, I guess. And I guess, I don't know. I don't think it'd be irresponsible for them to say, yeah, well, it's unidentified. We have no fucking clue. Just call you know, it. Because it's un- like, yeah. kind of, it's telling your people that it, you're supposed to be securing your this airspace and you're telling your people that like, yo, like we're admitting to you that we have no idea what's going on in this Man, airspace right now. You know, but by out. saying that it's a meteor, yeah, we're thousand percent sure it's a meteor. It couldn't be a UFO. It's, you know, it's just uh, a little bit more secure, I guess. Yeah, yeah sure. Like, Seemingly, like if, even if yeah. they knew it wasn't, they probably would never say it was. It's so right. Dumb. Yeah, just just uh, to keep things seemingly secure. They can't make things appear like they're not in control. Right. They're not the government. Like they don't fucking. They can't control shit. Yeah. They can't control shit. Yeah. It, I do what I want. It's all. It's all weird, but. Here's to hoping, you know, fucking Cheers. invade us, you know? Uh, when just was invade this? us. <laughs> what? When was this? This was last week. Speaking of aliens, Nick and I watched Predator recently, or The Predator. Yeah, we did. And people described it so shitty, but, like, I didn't People shit it. all over it. It was I, uh, That's the new one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't hate it. There were parts that I was like, eh, but, like, the humor was funny. I liked some of the things. There yeah. was an awesome animal in it that, like, I was really fondly attached to that was an alien. The first two acts were great, uh-huh. and the third act yeah, was I'd agree. a mess, but it was a mess because the studio yeah. screwed it hard, I and I would have preferred it to be full batshit crazy. Uh, but, yeah, make What's sure this? you guys check that out. There's some positive. That's promising because I know our boy Kevin Beckvar gave it a, uh, a raving review. I judged him for so. saying that. I was like, yeah, he I said it. Judged him. Like, it's not good, Kevin. I didn't say that, but I was like, it's not good. And then I watched it, and I was like, Damn, he was right. Nah, it was great. It wasn't horrible. It was, uh... There's no way to know. There's no way to know until you watch it. Yep, mm-hmm. that's true. Hey, yo, hi, bros. Time to take a break to caffeinate. While you're listening to a podcast as unpredictable as ours, you need a coffee that's going to keep you on your toes. That's why I reach for the strongest coffee on the planet. Death Wish Coffee. Available ground or whole bean. Hell, you can even get them in K-Cups. Available at deathwishcoffee.com. That's deathwishcoffee.com. All right, Taylor, the floor is yours. I will take the floor. So today's episode, it's going to be about something that we talked about uh, briefly before. We kind of mentioned, we said we'd dive into it one day in a, a deep in the future, in a future episode, and the future is now. Now. So uh, this is the overall, uh, the overall topic for today is a riddle, a probability problem. And in order to get our brains ready to really pick apart this probability issue, uh, we're going to start off with a couple other riddles. Wait, it's a riddle? Yeah, the main topic is going to be a riddle, and we're going to start off with uh, just three simple riddles that kind of uh, get tougher as they go. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> I got this off of uh, YouTube. I, I believe the, I believe it was called the Riddle Channel. We've talked about this before. We talked about the main riddle. Okay. So this first little riddle, just to get you going, is a really easy one. Get me ready. It takes five sewing machines five minutes to make five T-shirts. How long does it take one hundred machines to make one hundred T-shirts? It's like it takes five sewing machines five minutes to make five T-shirts. One hundred minutes. No. No. What? Wait. It takes five sewing machines, five minutes to make five t-shirts? Yep. And how many does it take 100 sewing machines to make? Wait, what was the, the question? Uh, yeah. How long does it take uh, for 100 machines to make 100 shirts? Huh. 100 minutes? 
It's what uh, because each, that's what it would seem. Each sewing machine you, takes a minute to make one. You emphasized on the uh, what kind of shirt are we talking here? Because you said <laughs> t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, any kind of t-shirt, it's uh, it's just irrelevant. Uh, just all you just got to do is pay attention to the first lines. You know the math of it takes five sewing machines five minutes to make five shirts. So just deduce how much it, how long it takes for one machine to make one shirt. Well, a minute. Right, five shirts per minute. Wait, no, 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 no. It takes five <laughs> sewing machines. Wait, wait. Five shirts. Oh, so five divided by 100. 100 divided by five. Because it's five minutes per five sewing machines no. to make five t-shirts. I think it, no. I think each sewing so machine takes there, you one have, minute. You have five, no. You have five sewing machines. Yeah. It takes five those machines. five machines, yeah. five minutes total. Yeah. So total. it's yeah. five minutes per five machines. So you have 100 oh, one machines. One. So how long does it take? 500 minutes. It takes 500 minutes to, fa- to make 100 t-shirts. Is he right? No, that's not right. Fuck! No, make, make <laughs> five and right. one. No, 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 no. It takes five. Am I on the right track, though? No. It t- no, nah, you kind of started on the right track, but yeah, you went the opposite Tay, direction. Tay, is, is, is it 100? No, it's not 100. So it takes five sewing machines, five, five minutes, minutes to, to make, make five, five shirts. t-shirts. Oh, I, yeah. I think that could equate to one sewing machine makes one... Oh shit! There you go. Oh yeah. shit! There you go. Oh wait, 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 wait. Because if if it took five sewing machines one minute a piece to make five shirts, that it, it, then it, the, all the shirts would be made in one minute. No. So it took five sewing machines five minutes. I know. I know. To make five shirts. Each sewing machine takes five minutes by itself. Right. It took five minutes for five machines all working together at the same time. To make five shirts. Then a hundred would it would take a hundred minutes to make a hundred shirts. Nah, you're letting you're letting the visual fool you. I mean, yeah, it's I guess visual. I, I, I'm looking at my, my sheet of paper in front of me, uh, looking at five by five, hundred, hundred, yeah. hundred. <laughs> That's the way it, that makes sense to me. You just all right, yeah. So you just uh, you just take how long does it take one machine to make one shirt? Five minutes. Five minutes, right? Five hundred. So if. If you take 100 machines to make 100 shirts. 100 minutes per machine? No. 1,000 minutes. minutes. Is it five minutes per machine? Yeah. All you have to pay attention to, yeah, is that it takes five minutes for a machine to make one single shirt. Yeah, so five minutes for 100 machines to make 100 shirts. Five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. Five minutes. (laughs) It's five minutes. What? Because each yeah. each machine individually takes five minutes, anyways. So if if it's a fuck, damn it, damn it, that's so it's simple. One of those, yeah, it's a tricky one. It's yeah, you, you think it's like some, a you know, it should be some weird math, oh, but it's just not. No, so yeah. no matter what, it, <sighs> takes, right, it next. takes five. Fuck that. <laughs> next, how long that take me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Ten minutes. All right, so damn. this one, um, this is off the same website. Uh, this is. So this this video I took them from, it's got like five riddle videos, and they increase in difficulty. And I took three or so from this site. Okay. And the second one, it is, you have a man traveling with his two sheep and one wolf. Let me write it down, Man, travel. Ooh, I know this one. Two sheep. And one wolf. One wolf. They need to cross a river with a boat that can only hold him and one animal at a time. Okay. If left with the sheep, the wolf will immediately eat them. Yeah. How do you safely get all three animals across the river? 
Wait. Safely, uh, and, and alive. And, and, and you can only carry. Uneaten. You can only carry the, the, the. Only the man and one animal can fit in the boat at one time. You get to their side. Yep. And you know this, Nick? He. Oh, don't tell me. But you, do you know it? Uh, I. I mean, I've forgotten everything, so I have the terrible memory. But don't you load the wolf up, bring the wolf across. But then how do you get the sheep? Leave up? the wolf there. Pick the sheep up. Bring the sheep over, reload the wolf, bring the what? wolf back, drop the wolf off, pick the sheep up, bring the sheep oh, back. Sh- <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. nice! <laughs> the trip, <laughs> the trip back is the way to do it. Yeah, boy. Nice huh? job. Yeah, because yeah, you, you bring the, the wolf back on the trip back. Yep. Yeah, that shit took me forever to figure Nick, out. That was, very, that was very impressive. I don't know if I would have gotten that very fast. Oh, hell yeah. Very impressive. Now, this is making me think you've probably heard this other one. Uh, hopefully not, Nick. <laughs> but if you do know the answer to this one, let's let Johnny have it. All right. To be All fair, right. to be fair, I did not know the answer. I just instantly, I was like, "Oh, you just put the wolf back." Nice. Yeah. No. It took me forever to figure that out. I was like, "Yeah, I'll just I let thought the wolf eat was the fucking sheep. Eat the sheep. I don't give a shit." I also oh. play a lot of weird ass like, well. puzzle games on my phone, so that helps a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this one, okay. there are four. Uh, they're prisoners. I'm going to call them people. There are four people standing in a line uh, with eyes to the back of the next person's head. Okay. Okay. All right. So they're, okay. So the, yeah. They're in a line. So it's like face, face four. to back. They're yeah, all they face can't face forward. each other. Okay. They're in a line. Four people standing in a line. Person number four is separated all by himself by a wall. Okay. Okay. Person number one can see person number two and number three. Yep. Person number two Ooh. can only see person number three. Uh, uh, is everyone looking towards one or everyone looking towards four? Mm, everyone will be looking towards four. Okay, everyone's looking towards four. Yep. And person number one can see two and three. They're in a circle. Yep. Yeah, so from left to right, everyone can see the person in front of them, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. person one can see person two and three. Person two can see person three. And person three can see nobody but the wall in front of them. And person four is behind the wall. And person number four can't see anybody because he's on the other side of the wall. Okay. Okay? So each person is then dubbed with a hat. Okay. Now, there are two white hats and there are two black hats. Now, the person who can first determine his his own hat color will then shout it out. And that person will win. You said there's two and two? Wait. Yeah, two and two. Two black hats, two white hats. And we're assuming that, well, because if person one can see that two and three have both black, he knows he has a white, they both have white, he knows he has black, but they could have one of each. Okay, so the riddle is, who will be able to determine their color hat their hat color first? It makes sense that one could, because he can see the most amount of people. Is this wall a wall or is it a mirror? Is it the wall? Just a wall, yeah, no mirror. So standing in a line, and one can see two and three, and so if, if he could tell that, and four gets a hat too. Four has a hat. Yep. Who can get? No, no one can see that hat, and number four can't see that hat. He either. can't see his own hat. I mean, it makes sense. Person that, two. Why? Why would you say that? He doesn't have any fucking idea. Um, I would. Because well, can't, can't they see? No. They're right in the middle. He can't see everybody. Can you, only, well, you can't turn around. You can't turn around and look. Two at can only else. see three, and one can see two and three. The only people who can see anybody is one and two, but one has more people to look at. Right. I'm I'm enjoying this, but I'm I feel stupid. 
Somebody at home is like yelling out the answer, and I just look like a dumbass. <laughs> um, I feel like this was not necessarily easy. Makes sense that one's the only person that can tell it. Is there anything specific that I'm, that I'm missing out? No, I feel like you're on the right path. One is the only person who can see hats. And so, yeah, like I said earlier. People, well, number two can also see a hat. Yeah, but it number doesn't matter. Number two can see person three's hat. Seeing one hat is not going to change. You have to see at least two to know. And you're hoping that both right. those are the same color. Because if both two and three are black, one knows this is white. If both are, are white, he knows this is, you know. Okay, so just elaborate on that. Well, he did, Well, but he doesn't know. Unless both of them have the same color, he will not know that his is okay. either. So what would happen if they are the same color? Then he'd know it's if, the opposite. And then what would he do? Yell his, his hat out. Okay. So, since he did not do that, what is another possibility? Because the game he, is going he on, tell and he hasn't, he hasn't shouted out he, saying could, that he Could he say, color. hey, I know your hat color. So he could say, hey, two and three are this color. They can't communicate. Oh, fuck. Damn it. I don't know, man. This is difficult. Okay, you've already gotten halfway there. Oh, I've already gotten so halfway. you've established that number one can see number two and number three. Mm -hmm. And if for some reason he saw the same color. that two were the same, then something should happen. He, he, would, he would then declare yeah, yeah. that he wins. That's that's uh, educated guess. That's de yeah. deductive reasoning. Yeah. But that would instantly Fuck. happen. Instantly happen? Yeah, he'd know that off the bat. He would know it right off the bat. He would know it right off the rip. Can they, as soon as can they see it because of their bright or dark? Is there no, weight lightness has nothing to do with it. Weight to the hat? It's just literally they can only look directly in front of them, and they can only see what's in front of them. Mm. I'm, I'm lost. You're, you're so very close. I don't think I am. Can you give me a hint? This is all you, Johnny. I'm. Uh, this is also above my pay grade. Now, can you, I, I took you to the edge of it. I just took no, you to the I edge of it. You were no, right I there looking at it. I took myself to the edge of it, Tay. You didn't do shit. So let's take it back to number elaborated. one. All right. So number one, if he indeed saw, if he saw two different color hats in front of him, yes. he would say nothing. Yeah. If he saw two hats of the same color in front he of would him, say uh, in front of him, he would say, he would say his color is the opposite. Exactly. Right? Okay. So since this game is going on, so we're we're assuming that he did not. See two of the same colors in front yeah, of him. Yeah, we're right? assuming that he saw a white and a black. Right. Okay, we're assuming that he saw a white and a black. So, number two knows that. He knows that since number one yeah. didn't see the, didn't shout out, then oh, he sees two shit. opposite colors. Oh, so. Then he can use the information the, that he Okay, has. so, be, oh, fuck. So, all right. Okay, I got this. So, all right, one can see, let's just say that two is white and three is black, and then white can see that three is black because one didn't say anything. He knows that he's wearing a white hat, and he can deduct that one and three have black or the opposite, and he has white, and he'll get shot it out. Right. Boom. Tight. How does that make you feel, Johnny? Good, but it, it, it's kind of tricky because I don't, I don't know if two is that smart. No, they're going to be smart. Right, don't dig deep. Yeah, they would have to be that smart, but I mean... Yeah. Not really, though, because I mean, they know that it's them and the person in front of them, and they know that either they're looking at a black hat or a white hat. Putting myself there. I don't know. That's I, I don't know. I'm just like, all right. I, I think in the heat of the moment, if you're thinking of only your options, I think you would think of that Yeah. as number two. I, get, I think, I think, would think two would figure that out, but me looking at all of them, it's difficult. All right. Right. Exactly. You're trying to think of everyone's but, so Nick options. was right, though. He, he was right, but well, I had to know why. He got, he, he got <laughs> one, of, one out of four chance, but... I, yeah. I like, I, and that's a good, that's a good, uh, 
that'll take us right into the uh, to the game of the day when we're talking about his one in four chance. This is fun, you know. This is fun. So, I'm just saying, I I I I, I couldn't I, explain I, it. I'm not a good problem, but you felt it. So, no, like I could see it in my head. Like I saw the description in my head, and I knew that it was the second guy. I just couldn't explain why it was the second guy. I don't, I think, yeah, like you I know, it can't be three. I didn't you know guess. it can't be four. Yeah. If this is like not a crazy the way, trick I, I'd agree because you know, it can't be three and four. One critical, either one or two, yeah. and it's you're like saying deductive reasoning. But the thing is, no, one no, makes no, not the most sense. critical thinking skills, bro. But well, but you can yeah. explain it. Even aside from that, even if I'm just looking at it as, as pure balance of like, what is my gut feeling? I would, of course, I would say number two because I know this is a trick question. And it's not and one, one or four. Seems like the easy answer. So I'm like, I don't know. I would go with two just because, even if I was approaching it with well, no info. Yeah, I guess yeah. three and four I are think. impossible, and one is yeah. the obvious. Right. But that's not what it matters. That, that, yeah, it's not what matters. I mean, yeah. Explaining it's what matters, but like if I yeah. was yeah, in a yeah, room, and I was, and was like, who is it? And I was like, it's two. Some people would call it right. Yeah, I mean, if it was who wants to be a millionaire, well, you would have moved on to the next s- round. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I would have. Some, <laughs> some people would have called Million that. Million dollar question. Some people would have called that a 25% chance. Right. Yeah, but it would have been a 25% chance at that point. Right. And so if the test is out of one, Nick got 100%. If the test is out of 100, Nick got... Yeah, anybody <laughs> else would have gotten. I'm just saying <laughs> I didn't guess. Tight. All right. Okay. Well, wait, what's next? <laughs> I've enjoyed this. <laughs> this podcast is also sponsored by Future Monsters, a premier apparel store with pop culture and horror focus. Each product is handmade with quality materials, so not only does it look good, but it feels so, so good. No mass-produced cheap garbage here, with designs inspired by King Kong, the Wolfman, and much more. These shirts are a must for every occasion, whether it be nightclub, metal shows, weddings, and of course, our favorite, podcasting. Head over to futuremonsters.com and enter the code HYBRO, that's a capital H-Y-B-R-O, at checkout to save 10% on your next purchase. We know we'll be doing that as soon as possible. So next, we're going to move into today's topic of the day, which is a statistics problem. Now, the definition of statistics is the practice or science of collecting data in large quantities, especially for the purpose of inferring portions or proportions in a whole from those in a representative sample. I like this. So now when I read that, I know what the word infer means, but I'm like, okay, I thought I knew what statistics meant, so I looked up infer. (laughs) (laughs) And it says, to deduce or conclude from evidence and reasoning rather than from explicit statements. Yeah. So I guess to infer something is to prove to yourself um, that, as much as you can, that whatever is true or false. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, for some reason, thought it was the practice of collecting large quantities, especially for the purpose of making assumptions. Infer? like, like, this is possible, you know? I would say, yeah, I would infer sounds like it's my opinion. Yeah. But you're saying... Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. That's the way I know I've always felt like the word, you know, kind of oozed. But from the definition says to deduce or conclude. It kind of makes me think, I don't know, does that mean just to prove to myself? Or is that like, I am deducing or concluding that this is fact, boom, bum, bing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But either way. This is a, a statistics problem called the Monty Hall problem. Oh, Monty I know Hall. Monty Hall. He was a friend of mine in high school. We've talked about this. We've talked really? about this. You've heard of Monty Hall. friend. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the Monty Hall problem is a statistics problem that has been around for ages, uh, but was made popular in the 1960s after the TV show uh, Let's Make a Deal. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know this one. I know this one. 
Yes. Um, so the, the problem is now named after the show's host, uh, Monty Hall. Yeah. Uh, but in 1975, Steve Selvin uh, wrote for the first time in an article in the American Statistician uh, his advice in upping your chance at victory in this seemingly simple game of choice. Okay. Or chance, whatever. So the way this game works is, like I said, it was a game show. And you the, the contestant steps on stage, mm. and the game consists of three closed doors. And behind one closed door is a sports car of your dreams. Maybe it's boobies, drugs, <laughs> um, 72 <laughs> virgins. Whatever you want, okay. it's behind door number one. one is the your, goods are behind door. Okay. One door. Okay. Behind the other two doors is uh, boogers, poop, trash, hate. Uh, <laughs> Goats. I guess the way the, the the game plays it, you either got a car or you got a goat. But so behind one door is a car, behind two doors are goats. Okay. Okay. You as the contestants, you as the contestant, you choose one single door. It does not reveal what's behind the door. Okay. Monty Hall, the host, then reveals one of the other two doors. Now the door that he reveals is always a poopy door. Okay. Okay. Why don't we just call it a yes and no? Yeah, you, I mean, I think poopy door works. Okay. But we can say yes and no. So you want the yes, and no matter what you choose, he gives you a no and just shows it. gives it. you a whammy. So now you yeah, have, gives you a no. Now you have a yes and a no, only two doors to pick from. Yep. Okay. Okay. Now the, you then have the choice to either stay with your original choice or to switch doors. What do you do? What do you do? There's nothing to do. I mean, and why? Well, there's you're given no more information than well, you're giving zero information. All you're given is that one of the door, the door you picked, was obviously not the one that he chose. Like, and no part of this equation will you know. Like, you will not know that it's it's good or bad until you finally reveal it because he's giving you a dud no matter what. Honestly, I feel like right. at the end of the day you should just throw out the third door because you're never going to deal with one and... It's never going to matter. Gonna you matter. only get one choice, right? So That's the way I feel, too, man. I agree with you. Okay. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's still, there are three doors. You get one choice. It's a one and third chance, yeah, right? Yeah. That's the way I see it. So let's... But apparently... Well, huh? So let's say there, there there's door one, two, and three. One is good. Yeah. Let's say one's a yes and two and three are no's. If I pick yep. two and he says, all right, you pick two and one's still yes, two's still no, and three's still no. He says, look at three. It's a no. I still have my no and then the, the, the door yes. I can switch to yes, but I won't know that it's yes. I have no idea. So then what the fuck's the point? Like, you're going to... Uh, uh, right. Uh, from, a, uh, from the beginner standpoint, it's like it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. It's still... You have a one in three chance right there from the get go. Well, you, you have three doors to choose from. You choose one of them. Yeah. How do your chance? How do your odds ever change from that? Honestly, I feel like you know? your odds are always going to be one in three. They're always going to be. That's what I feel. Eh. But apparently, that is not the case, and this is why it's such a debated problem. Um, some people say your odds never change. Some people say round two changes your odds completely. Because now you can so, pick. Yeah, because now you can somehow, like, now you can make a different choice and that does add a different variable in. But no, I don't know. I guess the difference is philosophy of how some people think about it. Do you think it's valid that your move in the future is going to somehow change your odds 
from a move that you made in the past? I don't, so... It doesn't make sense to me. I guess you could look at it and say, no matter what, your ob- your odds are also one in two, because there's always going to be a door that's removed from the equation. Well, isn't the same idea as the thing that we talked about? I don't know if we, it was on the podcast, but I know we talked about it in the hotel room a few weeks ago. We were talking about the chicken thing, or the what, birds, what like chi- the bird... Like one bird, there there are two doors. One leads to heaven. One leads to hell. Oh, oh! And I, I figured that birds. one out. The tell, one the tell bird a lie. can tell the lie. One bird can tell the truth. Which I can bird, only tell a lie. or can only tell a lie. I, I, I think I, I thought I figured that one out. Yeah, I thought I don't know if I did. But I thought I figured that one out. Yeah, so um, it feels the, like similar to that. The, di- in the style. difference is yes. The difference at, at, at execution is that the, you're given more information than just there are doors. You're given like. That there is a lying and a truth. If if Monty Hall yeah, and this isn't necessarily there's no trick involved. Exactly. In this. I don't yeah. think so. I think it's it's always going to be one in three. And even though, because not on the get go, even though you get a door removed when you when you choose the first time, you you have two doors to pick from that are no and one to pick from that's a yes. And uh, even when one's removed, well. Because was it so? <laughs> is it so? If we're talking about statistics and odds in that sense, you by like adding 30%. so, if you if you had if you had two doors, you'd have fifty fifty chance. So it's either in one yeah, or yeah, it's not yeah, in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you yeah. add a third door to that equation, it's thirty three now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. taking away percent, like, like sure, like we've talked about percentages of shit, and we've fought about it in a hotel room. <laughs> we actually have a very uh, discussion about Taylor and I against you in that, but. Taking percents aside, you have th- what? You guys were fucking wrong. You were you're fucking you were wrong. fucking wrong. No, dude. you're wrong. It was crazy how wrong you if were. If you add so instead of having fifty fifty chance, you add a third door. You're basically just by adding one additional door, you're lowering the odds substantially. Yeah, a good. Amount. Just by adding a third door because it's not one or the other. It's not a. No, I'm no. gonna pick you. It's you're not two. It's to, two against one. To Thirty three. That's the exact yeah. numbers. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, it's just gonna go from fuck 50% numbers, Johnny. Thirty-three percent. But that's it, this but is statistics, is, which is about numbers, Nick. You're a statistic. I took AP stats for a reason. You so, take. You probably failed. <laughs> I, well, the question no, here I, is not I about didn't. it going from fifty to thirty-three percent. It is your odds of the first round changing yeah, based yeah, yeah, on yeah, what yeah, you yeah, do yeah, in the yeah. second round. Yes, and that's kind of weird to think about, but. Here's how it is explained. So Steve Selvin says that to increase your chances to win, you must switch every single time. And the way he explains this is that the original odds of winning is oh. one-third, or 33%. Oh, shit. Okay. So the odds of losing are two-thirds, or yeah, yeah, 66%. Yeah, yeah. So you're more likely to lose the first round. Do what? You're more likely to lose. The- I-, I get what you're saying. Go you're on. twice as likely to lose yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Twice as likely to lose. So let's say... If your mind frame is, I'm never going to switch in round two, okay? Yeah. Let's explore what could happen. You still took, you're still on that, uh, the, 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 the most likely two-thirds loss. Right. Your odds never changed. If you stayed, oh, your odds never I, changed. I think I just switched. Your odds are still 33% I think I just switched that you could win. my opinion. You think you got it? Yeah, I think I just switched my opinion. All right, explain Okay, it. so you're going into it, and you have two-thirds majority that you're going to lose and get it a no. Once you pick the odds, uh, the majority, the, the chance of you getting a two or a, a no is is likely. So you, let's say you assume you pick a no. Um, you're more likely to pick a no. He's going to eliminate one of the no's, and at that point, you're more likely to still have a no. So at that point, now right. it's not one-third, two-thirds. It's one-half, one-half, and then you should switch because you're assuming that you have a, a dud door because the first round, you would most likely get a dud door. Correct. 
So then, yeah, That's exactly. Your yeah. your 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 chances do change. I guess now they do change. Yeah, I guess they do change. It seems like they well, do. The numbers say they do. This is like a hot topic. Like uh, in the night in the nineties, uh, apparently, uh, Parade Magazine published a paper by Marilyn Voss Savants uh, that supported Steve Selvin's advice. Uh, then this thing picks up steam and turns into a big debate where th- literally thousands of readers uh, start writing in, uh, many of them with PhDs, uh, smart people, doctors. They started writing in and would refute these findings, most saying that the odds in round one never change, uh, making the actions of round two meaningless. I, for one, agree with that, but I don't know. I'm, I guess it's just uh, a difference in what is the actual question. Yeah, I'm going back and, and that forth. Ca- do what? I'm going back and forth, honestly. Like I'm like in my head right now, going right, right. to left, right, left to right. Like, I get the whole, how the statistics sway, how it's like, okay, yeah, you were more likely to have chosen a loser in the beginning, but that doesn't mean that you did. No, it doesn't. It just means that you were more likely to, so moving into the second round, you use that information. Yeah, I'm... But, it's like, you're in the second round, you can't use this... Like, you made a choice that was purely chance. Okay. I don't understand how you could go back on that first choice, which was purely chance. Because now the, the parameters are different, now the equation is different, Taya. I see it, but I don't. I yeah. I mean, I'm I'm still okay, battling okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Like okay, I understand okay. how the odds work out. Like okay. okay, if I'm doing this 100 times, I guess I should tend to switch every time. Yes. yes. And it should work out. Yes. But as we know in statistics, is there's no guarantee. But well, after a you're while, you're less guaranteed if you if you stick with it and and don't keep switching, your odds are higher. Like no, they're I, lower. No, I think yeah, if, if you, you stay, switch, yeah, if you Never switch. Your odds never change, and it's always 33%. Yes. But if you Infinitely. switch, isn't it lower? No, it's higher now. That's what's weird. Yeah, that's what's crazy. Why? It, Are you not listening? If you switch, you're assuming. So you're not listening, Nick? Half. He, he explained it pretty well. So basically, you're going into round one. Let's say you've worked all this math out. You go into round one knowing that you have your chances of picking a goat are twice as good than picking a car. Mm-hmm. So you know that now that you're in round two, you know that you more than likely chose a goat rather than a car in round one. Hey, listen, Nick. So if I'm you have the chance at a chart. to, to re-choose, <laughs> you know the yes. chances are greater that the other door is the car. It makes perfect sense to me. But the chart, so it, I'm, I'm cheating and looking at a chart because I failed math and went cheat. to film school. It's not uh, so this isn't my forte, but it says if you stay with the same door, your odds are one in sixth. Wait. One in six, and if you wait, switch, wait, 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 one in six. Your odds are one in three. Well, yes. Okay, I don't know where the one in six like, comes into play. That's your probability. I don't know where this one in six comes into it, but yeah, I'd agree. If you switch your odds to get better, but I don't think they get twice as better. Apparently, well, according the chart, to this chart I'm looking at, well, it does. I, I don't agree with the chart. I would say the 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 fraction is one third, two third. And then when you remove the door, the door it becomes one and two. The likelihood of you getting into the boat that is the wrong one is more likely. Therefore, in the round two, you can still assume you're still in the wrong boat and you want to switch. Yeah. That and one of the crutches here is because he reveals a guaranteed goat. Yes. You know, yes. it's a guaranteed goat that he reveals. So that, that Which, means something to the other two it, doors. It gives a whole lot of information now to me because yeah. because if yeah, like, I, I, yeah, I, I changed my opinion, and that's where I'm standing. 
Yeah, but a lot of people with PhDs argue that no, it can't ever. It can't. It doesn't change the chances of the first round. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the probability this is, is. Like this is the same thing with the last in consecutive rounds. It still comes down to one single choice that you had. You know the no. the first choice. No, because it still comes no, down no, to that. If doesn't. you made the wrong choice in the beginning, doesn't matter. Yes. If you go into it assuming this was the plan, okay, I'm going to go into it. I'm going to assume that I picked the wrong one in the first round. Second round, I'm going to switch. Boom. You could go in with that and lose. So it's just not. You can, it no, you can go into it. I understand can, the chances are better if no. you. You can go into that, it. That's, see, this, this is the problem I have. I never took statistics. But this is the, the core problem I have with it. Because it doesn't change the chances. No, no, no. It does. It doesn't, though. In my opinion, it doesn't. It doesn't change the chance. It doesn't change the fact that you could have picked the wrong number first or the right number first. Oh yeah, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I don't. People take statistics and they say, "Well, six out of ten means that six times it's going to land out this way out of ten times." Well, it's like, well, Well, no, it doesn't. It could land zero times out of ten times. There's no way to know. But if you win like a slot machine, and you win one time, are your odds better to stay on that machine? Of course not. Yeah, your right. odds are worse. I, th- I think Way it depends worse. on what the winning is. Right. Because those, I guess by law, the machines tell you what your... Yeah, your, there's a number. Uh, the, the, those machines tell you are, what your odds are, are subjected to every okay, single okay. So, so often. Like, fuck the machine then. Machine aside, okay. if you are playing a game or doing something and you yeah. win, yeah. your are, your odd, are your odds higher it to really, win? It really depends. If you're talking about a game like the, an action... Statistics shouldn't depend, though. It like, shouldn't, that, yeah. Such okay, bullshit. Yeah, so but if you take that into account, you're moving into a new game in the night, right? New game of blackjack or whatever. You've won twenty thousand tonight. Okay, why should the fact that you already won twenty thousand play any anything into this next round? Well, of no, no. If we're talking about flipping a coin and that's as cut up as it gets, what you get—that's what, what we're talking what about. You get though. Right, one no, no. single choice. What you get right, doesn't matter how many options. What there you are, get right in there, you only got one. choice. As far as the quarter goes, it's the exact same thing you're talking about with, with blackjack, which I disagree <laughs> with. I think blackjack is different. If you flip a quarter one time, it has no effect on the next flip. Now, uh, uh, you know, statistics say it should go the opposite way. The statistics say that it's 50-50, but it has no effect. Like because if flip it uh, heads, it should be quarter or uh, should be tails next time. Well, that's it, the, the first flip is independent, and the second flip is now back to 50-50, right? Yeah. But in a game like slots, the odds are going to be significantly diminished the next time. Right, because it's a machine. Because it's a machine. When yeah. it comes to like a die. I think they're all independent. I think each time you roll, it's 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 just as likely you'll, you'll it's get. It's like a quarter, exactly. Like that's yeah. what I feel. Th- yeah. Those are all those are all those are all a die prerequisite things. Nothing changes. You have one chance. This is assuming that after the door opens, you have a new chance. Now now that you now that you have experienced the first door, I am saying things change. Right. Well, my biggest problem with all that because I'm I I don't have a statistics brain like i this is not my i'm this is not for me at all the way my brain works at all i don't work in probabilities i don't have a statistics brain like i do not have i think about the manipulators of it and if the car is moving like so say you pick the door in the in round one and you can switch but in round two the car is moving Who's to say that that can't be manipulated and you picked the door of the car and the car has moved away from the door that you picked? Yeah, I mean, I guess in any of these scenarios, we're assuming there's no deception. Yeah, I think the whole Monty Hall assumption is that they put the car behind somewhere. Let's say they put a 100,000-pound gold block somewhere. They can never move it. 
It's always going to be there. We're assuming that's not part of the equation. Right. I mean, someone has to move it. No, well, no, we're, we're assuming that it's never going to move after the game starts. Because that's the whole point. Right, but no, we were just talking about if that, it was that, that moving. That was a hypothetical. But the actual That's Monty, what we talk about. That's what this podcast is. But this hypothetical, this this, this exact Monty Hall, Hall like this, the actual. This isn't a hypothetical. This is like a no, the, the uh, hypothet- statistic. There's nothing hypothetical about this. Hypothetical statistic. is that is it better to switch or not switch? That's the hypothetical. To switch the door? Yeah, to go, for, go from your original choice to not. That's the hypothetical. And we are finding out that it, it is or not. That is the hypothetical. And I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it seems like uh, statistically, if you're going to go with the thought of, okay, I'm going to use statistics to judge my next move, then it seems like you'd be better off swapping. Yes, I agree. But I if agree. you're someone who says, no, a coin flip is a coin flip, it doesn't matter. Well, a, then, it just depends on the person, a, I guess. A coin yeah, flip is a coin yeah, it depends flip. depends on your philosophy no. on how statistics are used. I think I a coin flip is a coin flip, but we're not given just two sides of a coin here. We're. I don't think right. if I so it's like the difference in do you think it's just a coin flip or do you think there is more information like because like that? that's what people are arguing. If we're about. given a three sided die and we spin it, the odds are going to be one and three or two and three. Okay, if, if, if there's the, the yes and the two no's, and then if we eliminate one of those sides and only have a two sided coin. Oh, right, but this shit. isn't a three-sided die. It's still a two-sided coin. It's still a yes or a no. Well, but it just but, happens that there are three doors. But the first uh, yeah. round, we, we, we the first round, the whole point is that we can use on the second round the fact that we were more likely to pick a no the first round. That's the whole right, point. Yeah. And we're not assuming that we start off in round two. We're assuming that the first round we got a no because we can assume yeah. that because two-thirds of the doors are no's. That is a good assumption. That's a great assumption. I don't. Like, that is a good. Yeah. It all depends mm. on the. Like I said, I'm a big believer of depending on the person, and I don't think anything changes i think everything is the same across the board i think it's one in three the first time no matter what door you pick if they open the door to reveal one of the goats your odds just go down to 50 50 not one and three anymore and then or go up what what the fuck ever and then that's it that's the end of the game like i don't think it changes i don't think there's anything changing unless they're moving i don't think anything is changing i think it stays the same across the board and that's the whole bottom you said in the first round your odds are one in three from what I was reading in this chart, yes. I don't what? understand to, any to, of it. To get what? I don't know. I don't understand any of this. I don't know. Your odds are one in three to get the car. But yeah, yeah your odds are one in three. there's one car. To get the but car. There's and there's three goats. doors. There's two goats. Right. So what are your odds to get a goat? One in three. But there's two goats. You, you Doesn't get, matter. There are three doors. I know. But your odds to get a dope, you get you have twice you have two two doors. To I still choose. think it's one and three because no, no matter what you have to open a door. I know, but you're twice you have two doors that can be goats. But you're still a one in three chance you can get a goat. That's well, not no matter the way what, it works. you only have one choice. That's, but that, the chances of you getting a goat are twice as likely. They as are twice as likely. Right? Okay. So yeah. So uh, compared to getting a car, it's twice as likely. No, but I do think twice, that it's one percent more likely. Fuck you, Johnny. That's the math. It's I don't give a shit about math. Fuck math. Well, I'm helping you, man. <laughs> you're not helping me. There's, you're shitting on it's me. Not for, it's not double. You're shitting on me. There's That's no what way you're to doing. make it double. There's well, no double in this, in this equation. I'm, not, I'm just saying. I'm well, saying see, the way we're arguing about it is exactly what the fucking argument is. You know, like a lot of people, even people that can see what Johnny's explaining, like I understand. I get it. Like, yeah, you're, you get the 66% now, you know, where 66. it was 33. Yeah, use the 66 to get the new answer. I get that. But I still am holding on to, in my mind, it doesn't matter ever. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to approach each level as a new coin flip, and I'm going to take the number of doors, the number of options, and that's going to be my ratio. So if I've got three doors, 
I've got a one in three chance. I got two doors. I got a 50% chance. Even knowing all this other information, I, in my gut, I still feel like that is the correct answer. Right. Right. And I, I, I 100% agree. And I think everything else, percentages, and I think numbers and all that stuff is bullshit. Wow. Because it is. It's, it's not. Like, it's, it, it's the philosophy of how you use statistics. And it still doesn't you know, make are sense. Are you going to use... It's the philosophy of, does 6 out of 10 matter in my next coin flip or my next 10 coin flip? It flips? does if you, you know. know. It's like, it doesn't matter or not to you. But we applied it. Like, okay, How about this? We, okay. Oh, we're I, 50, I 50 a 50-50 shot. It doesn't a, matter that it just happened six okay. times in a row. It doesn't matter. It's a 50 well, shot. Well, statistics are, and this goes back to like what Taylor was saying. Statistics are based on the person. You, you it, like to use math. How are statistics based on the it person? Is. It's just no it's the one critical thinking stats, you, and they no, were like, "This is how over, I feel about it's numbers." It's over your head, Johnny. You're over my head. Li- fucking <laughs> shut up. You shut up now, and you listen. <laughs> you do what you want. You are using your own way of th- of thinking with your numbers and your percents and your statistics. Whereas Taylor and I are just like, listen, this is the bottom line. It's one and three. When you play a game of dice, my odds are one, one and, and six. six, and they always will be one and six. I agree. No matter what, it doesn't matter about percents doesn't matter about math the whole point of having that dice and rolling that dice is the odds are still one and six therefore if you have three fucking doors the odds are still one and three if i want that car they're one and three if i want a goat well guess what it's two and three chance that i can get that or get the goat that's what it is let's assume you want the goat the first round then i have very good odds to get the fucking goat and the next round you know that you are more likely to get the goat they can change you're assuming that all these die all the sides are the same. No. There are two parts of this die that are both red, okay? There are two parts what? of this die that are... Okay, you have a six... I'm talking out. about dice with dots on it, okay, not fine. fucking there's, there's, there's two, dice. There's two dots. Or the, 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 there's, there's two sides of this die with, with just snake eyes on just just one one, okay? Just, yeah. Just one one. <sighs> okay. And now you can assume to get ones, you are more likely... You are two sixths. Now you have two sixths chance. For not one two six. dice? No, no. One die. And two sides have, what? have... No, it's one in six. Because the first round, there's two goats. I'm talking about if I'm playing a game of dice and I'm trying to roll, and whatever number I want to roll, it does not matter what number I want to yeah. roll. It's one and six. If, if I want to roll yeah. a two to win the game, it's a one in six chance I'm going to roll the two. Agreed. If, there's, if there are equal numbers, but there's not. There's two the first round. It's not just one, one, one. It's one and two. It's still... One in three. I'm not going to change the way I think about it. It's okay. one in three. Okay. The whole, yeah, I mean, this fine. is the argument that people with, with fucking degrees are talking about. It's not like one of you are is wrong. It's it's not that. It's not that. No, none of us it's are wrong. On people opinion. on both sides well, I would say multiple are, times I've been called you know, wrong in this conversation. PhD say this, PhD I just, like, says, that, says that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not black well, and white. Well, then it's, an, it's, it's an opinion. the philosophy of how do you accept the way people use statistics. I have a question. Right. If it's if it's actually done in practice and it's proven one way or the other, can we agree that Nick's or my opinion can be more likely correct? Can we infer that? No, it's just all. No, I think we have to decide on what Taylor just said. If you're going to use what people use statistics for, and their whole purpose is to guide us in our next decision, yeah, then I would say you are correct. So, but okay. if you boil it down to what Nick is saying, is it doesn't matter. It's one coin. There are two sides of that coin. Doesn't matter how many situations I apply it to. It's still a 50-50 shot. Or however many sides of the coin there are. And I'm going in to win the car. I'm going in to find the car. I don't want the goats. I don't give a shit about the goats. I agree. I want the car. Me too. It's one in three. So if you're someone who believes that I'm going to use this this, this data, I'm going to use this bundle of data, I'm going to decrypt it, I'm going to use it moving forward, then those people are in your camp. If you're someone who says, I don't care what the data says, 
I don't care how many times I flip a coin, it's still 50-50. Those people are in Nick camp. It's philosophy. But I don't want the goat, Nick. At what point is if I said I wanted the goat? I want well, the car. No, you're, you're, I'm no, using you, the math every time to get I keep, there. Every, it doesn't, that's the way that you're, you want to do it. That's totally fine. You can yeah. do it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Taylor yeah. just hit it on the head and said that it's the philosophy of accepting how other people process statistics. I... You kept arguing with me about me saying it's 130. You're like, yeah, but what about the goats? What about the goats being there? It doesn't matter. I don't want the goats. I want the car. Therefore, it's one-third. Like, it's 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 a one-in-three chance. That's what the statistics are, and they always will be because I want to win the car. If I wanted the goats, it would be different, and we could talk differently about it. But that was your initial argument was it, arguing the one-in-three is that, hey, there are two goats in the equation. No, what about you- that? I don't care about that. I just care about the car. It doesn't and it's matter always going to be one about, and three. Though, it's still it part doesn't of matter the game. about what I care about because that's game. the philosophy of it's it all. It's still part of the game. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, if you're playing to win this question. game and to yeah. use the, all the rules of the game, I mean, if you're, I'm playing to win the car. If there, yeah. then this isn't the. If okay, now I'm going to say that. If there were two cars and one goat, would you say that your odds are more are two and three? It's if if, if there were if there were two cars to get a car yeah if I'm trying to win the car and and there's two two and three chance it's it's two and three yes because you don't want to win the two and three because because the two goats you don't want to win them you can't win them wait what you can't win two cars if you're picking one door I I know know, I'm saying but because you don't want to walk away with a goat there's not two three but if you did want to win the goats there is two three is what you're saying if you did not want to win the goats. Okay, you don't have to do three. You're, okay, no. Let's go back to what you just originally talked about. If I, I wanted I to win I'm the right. cars, no, two, you, two, you, two, you two brought cars, up one, one thing, two, two cars, and then you switched it back. So two cars, one goat. Yes. Okay. If you two win cars, the, one. If you goat. Want to win one of the cars. Okay, it's not going to change. Okay, it's the same fucking thing. You just put two cars instead of two goats. No, but you're because you, the reason why is I want to win the car. I know. So it's one I and that. three. If I wanted to win two cars and there were three doors and one was a goat, it would be two and three. Yes. Yes. Only because you want to win it. Yes. Does the number change? That's what I truly believe. In terms of statistics, that's what I. It, it, that's what the goal is. I'm not in here to win a goat. I don't want a damn goat. But you're I want assuming. The car. Am I? I'm from the argument that you're per, you're trying to prove. I'm, using, I'm just using, I'm using my own in my own head, my own statistic philosophy of how I should apply this is that I want to win the car, so it's one in three chance. Even knowing that the goat is two in three chance to win it, there is. It's not. Is if, it? if 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 there is. If okay. it's two and three chance to win, which it is, it is. Yes, it is. It is. Two I just and three. fucking said that. You argued for twenty minutes that there's no. Not I just two and said three. that. It's, it's if you're trying three, to win the goat, no. If you're trying to win the goat, it's two and three. I literally have just okay. been saying that for the past okay, fifteen gonna, minutes. Okay. If you're trying to win the goat, it's a two and three chance. Okay. But I'm going in to win the car, therefore it's a one and three chance, and that's the way that my mind will work in statistics. I don't give a shit if it's a two and three chance to win the goat. Yeah, I mean, I'm there to I win know. the car. So, so that statistic to me you, in my own head doesn't matter. So yeah. that's thrown out. It's a one in three, and it will always be a one in three, so no matter what. Once you pick your door, once you pick your door, yes, you can assume that you had a, a not a great chance. You had a one in three chance to pick the car. You wanted the car, but yes. you have a one in three chance. Yes. And once you get that, you're given a door that opens, and you can see that stupid goat that you never got, and now you're going to make it off of 50-50. I would just keep it because if you're, I you're switch gonna keep, it, I'm going to keep it on the same thing. If I switch it, it, my odds are it's 50-50. Yeah. It's a luck of the draw. But from the first round, though, from from the first round. Open the fucking door because it's not going to change. From the first round, you're, 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 you're telling me that your odds were lower to get the car. No, I think they're the same. It's wait, lock it wait, in. One and three is, is – wait, from the first round, from the – 
When you first assign so in the it. first round, lock it in, open the door, and end the round. I don't need a second round because I'm not going to change. You don't need to see the, the second. No. <sighs> yeah, then I'd agree. So I'd still if you, find if something kind of cool. If you never open the door, um, three, yeah. I, so the typical okay. behavior um, in this game is to stay and not switch. Huh. Uh, apparently, this is called the endowment effect, uh, which was dubbed in 1991. Uh, and it's when people tend to overvalue the winning probability of the already, already status quo uh, bias, whatever. Uh, so I guess that means people think that the choice that they already made is the best choice. Which and I, they still I would agree. In almost every circumstance, if I'm given, like, what, what was the, the thing? It was like... Um, uh, and how to how to be a millionaire or how to win, whatever you you give an answer you're one in four every single time and I would almost yeah. always stick with it even if they say like are you sure are you gonna lock in I would almost always it's like in it's that's like a in, manipulator in school they that's, say it's, stick with your answer yeah and I always did I always did even if I knew I was gonna get it right but if, the if question had, is it if, your final answer is a manipulator it's a psychological manip- manipulator what you're saying it is a manipulator. so when you say is that your final answer it makes you second guess and that's yeah. what makes people but change never, their answer to the wrong answer I, I would never do. I would never, I would never, I, even if I have 50 C's on a, on a, a, a to D test, yeah. I'll keep going. I won't look at that and be like, uh, if I think it's right, I'm going to stick right. with if it. If you in your mind, yeah. I'm not however go you back. think, statistically, however, you, like that's all these shows, this deal or no deal, who wants to be a millionaire, like I think everything. It's so different. It is literally like I am there to, to see a one in three chance. I am there. I have one in three chance to win the car. I'm going to pick the door and I'm going to stick with it. And even if they open the door and show me there was a goat, I still have 50 50 chance, but that's still a one in three chance to win the car. I'm not going to change that because my odds are still the same as they were when I started. I think I would stick as, as far as it forever. I would, I would always stick on my answer. But in this specific situation, when I am shown, that there is a two and three chance that the first round I'm going to get to go, that's what changes it for me. That's what changes it. It's not the fact that I, I want to change. Not if I, I personally am going to stick to my gut and stick what I want to. When I first, you guys heard it, when I first came on the show, when I first came on the show. <laughs> Johnny's a guest today. When I, when I, <laughs> when I first got this, this my, our Monty Hall in the hotel room in Orlando, and now I agree with you. Like I just pointed out, my instinct is to stick with that C. With with like a, the A to D, so, always stick with that that I had. Yeah, but I think it changes. I think it completely changes because the first round, I'm given two and three, and the second yeah. round, I'm um, I can assume so, that I yeah. So what Johnny is using here is what is called a conditional probability, and it's the probability of an event uh, given that another event has already occurred. Um, so uh, I guess it's the the uh, difference in beliefs. And do conditional probabilities affect the next the next sta- statement? You know, the next move. But not flipping a coin, though. I would say I, I get what you're going to, but like if I flip a heads, I'm not going to assume that the next one's going to be a tails. I could I could get 50 heads, and it's that's totally different. That's the argument that we're making. That's the exact I, 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 argument I that we're making. And, say, and that's what we're saying is like me and Nick are saying that we like. I I totally understand what you're everything that you're saying, but I in okay. my mind am not willing to use this conditional probability okay. to affect the next round. I might be wrong. I like if we I'm, both played a hundred times the game, maybe you'd come out on top, but maybe you wouldn't. I have a question. I don't know. If if I came you out know. on top, if you guys came out on top, you'd stay the same, and I could switch. I would assume if if you guys won fifty and I won forty nine, I might switch. But if I am on top, you're gonna stick with yours. No matter what, even if you're shown that that, that, that my, my statistics, my math, my stupid, whatever, has been proven to yes, get, I still stick you with still mine. Still stick with it, dude. You need to play board okay. games, bro. 
I, I just personally, I'm not sure how I would act if it was like in the real game, you know, like the real Monty Hall game. I don't know how how I would play to tell you the truth, because uh, I I would want to win the game, so I'd want to use the conditional probabilities. But my core, the core of my being, is telling me that those don't even matter. Because I'll but another part of me is telling me that they do. So I, think I don't know. I'm conflicted. If all of us picked door one, and or door three was a goat. And we went into round two, and we switched, and it wasn't a car. We were, we had a car in the first choice. We'd feel like complete jackasses knowing that we already had picked yeah, it. I'd but it's also it's probable thinking because that's the endowment effect. That, yeah. I'd be so mad. I'd be, I'd be way more mad if I switched to a. But goat. like the probable thinking of me is that if I so so say, say Johnny was on the show one week and he mm-hmm. used all his fucking skills or whatever they are, uh, he he uses skills. <laughs> and he picked the door and say he got it right. Well, then the second week, Taylor is on. Yeah. Like, or, or, no, I, so I, I would want to put this on Taylor. So I'll say the second week, I was on and I went and I used the one and three method yep. that no matter what, I'm locked in, I'm yep. staying. I'm not going to pick the door that you picked to follow your success or follow the pattern of your success because in my mind, the psychology behind statistics are telling me that. The the car is not going to be behind that door no matter what. Wait, what? Because what? they're going to like huh? they they've done this over and over and over and over. This is a, well, a show that's using constantly that running. Is using the conditional probability. Yeah, I'd you say see? you're using conditional probability. That's using. I one. would also say that I don't need it. I don't need to see the goat. I just need to know that I'm going to be ending up dealing once I get to round one and I pick a door. I just need to know my other two rounds. I don't need to see if it was a car or a goat. I just I'll know every time I'm going to switch. But would you stay on the door? Every single time I'm going to switch, every single time you're going to stay. So you would switch every time? Every time. As long as, as, long as I know that there was going to be a goat and the one I didn't and they were open. I just, I feel, I truly feel that, woman. So that, <laughs> that that acts. And, I, and like I said, I'm, I, math is cool, whatever. Like, that's great. <laughs> like, stay in school, kids. But, like, also fuck math. Uh, <laughs> I'm a huge believer in psychology and the human condition and the way that our brains work. And so the part of me views that specific, them opening the door and saying, this is what's here. That is a manipulator. And I do believe that changes the concept of the statistic. Them opening the door. So you get in the second round and saying, this is what one of the doors is in. That does psychologically change you. That absolutely changes I'm, because okay, so every let's time say that they eliminate every, a door, but they don't what, tell you what, what's behind yeah. it. Every time they're gonna. I open, don't know if that would change. They're anything. not gonna open the the what I'm tra- what I was trying to say is like they're not. Well, it does change yeah, your it, conditional it probability, change. but they're not the door they're gonna open every single time. They're not gonna open the car. Of course, they're always gonna open. They're the goat. always gonna open always the goat, goat, no matter what. So, so the statistic change. never changes. I'm always gonna change it though. But it never changes because they're not opening the fucking car. Yeah, because it's always gonna be a goat. Because it has to be. It, it's gonna always. It be has a goat. to be a goat, no matter what. Always, and this is something that's been done every single. What I don't remember how so long Monty Hall every, was on. It's, it's, it's not one third. It's always one fifth or, or what, one half. No, I think it's always one third. I think but, it's but, a but wait, if they're always, always going to open a, a, a door that's going to be a goat, you're never dealing with, 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 with two goats. You're always dealing with In one a way, no, I, I your think... perception is that the whole point is to make you feel like the odds are in your favor. That's the whole point of gambling. That's the whole point of all of it. Is that odds are supposed wait. to feel like in your favor. It's a manipulator. It's a psychological manipulator. If they show you that goat, which they will every time, yeah. you know every time they're going to show you a goat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every single round, yeah. it's still one and three, no matter what. 
when you sign up, when you go in, no matter what, they're going to show you the goat because you're going to switch it up. It's still going to be one and three. I would argue you know this. going so into it. If they didn't show you a goat and they just eliminated a door, the game doesn't change. Like it, well, the, it yeah. doesn't change from round one. It's still yeah. a one and three chance. I would yeah. say that is true. I would say I would say Taylor, if they show you, if they don't show you, they don't show you what's behind the the door they open. It's always be one and three. I think for right. Nick, if you know they're always going to show a goat every single time. I think it's always gonna be one and five or one and two, a half. I think. I think it's always gonna be one and three because you you, well, you see that's the you know that you, you, there are three doors. Conflicting opinions. Explain your whole entire thing about every single time as a go. When I no, would say, I understand. Just, I understand that, but I'm saying you go into it knowing they are going to open a door mm-hmm. at the second round. Mm-hmm. That door is going to contain one of the two goats in the three doors. Yes, I do. Fully believe that it's always one in three chances, no matter how you spin it. But you're it. always only going to have because you have to pick one door. There is one one car out of three doors. You have to pick it. You know how the game's going to work. I it's know, one in three. But, but then, it always but, stays then, but, one in three. Always will if, stay one if, in three. And that is how I personally, as my personal opinion of statistics, also fuck statistics. If I if I know <laughs> the goat's never going to be there, if I know the goat's never going to be there, and and I but do. You do. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Every I, single I, I round, know, the I know goat that, I know is the going to be but revealed. If I know the goat's never going to be part of the second problem, like if I know that I can just like push it off, yeah, I would say if I if I stick with my door, uh-huh. I'm one and five or one and two. I always keep saying that I'm, I'm a half, fifty percent. I would say if I always stick with it, my chances are always going to be. And I think 50. the people who run the show would argue with you and say it's always one and three because no one would put a. Very no. nice car that costs money behind a door and give people a 50-50 chance. It is a one and three chance always will be because those I odds would, are fucked. Well, no, I would in round two, so if you stick, yeah. your chances are 50-50. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And therefore, only when Taylor agrees with me do no, you I, agree with me. I, I just so like, annoying. No, I, 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 I'm still sticking. I think it's one, one and three because Taylor, you know every single you time. you know. It. I understand that, but you're not fucking getting it. Taylor and it's I agree, one, uh, and I get that, and that's fine. You can agree, but I'm saying, you know in the second round they're going to open a door and reveal a goat. Yep. You still have a one in three chance. There are three doors, and that's how it's going to play uh, out, no matter round, what. Second round, you, you have, still had a one in three chance. Now you have like, a one in two chance. Had it. In, now yeah, you have in a one in, two, yeah. one in two chance. And if you never switch, if you're always, every single time, going to stick. But I think the reveal, I, like, I'm a true it, believer of psychology through statistics. So it's I not a believe, question of, I, is round two 50-50? The question is... Does the re- revelation in round two affect the one-third chance yes. that happened in round one? That's the question. It's always 50-50 in round two, no matter what. I, I think it only, affects, it only affects it if you're, if you're going to switch or not going to switch. Right, and I think a if lot of right. pieces of statistics are manipulators, and I think that's a big part of it. I think, that, I think statistics exist through psychology, and I think that is a huge you're, factor of it there's all. There's humans in this, Nick. There's this guy telling you this. There's somebody pushing the car. Eliminate all those factors. It doesn't matter. Okay, it doesn't matter to you. No, because no matter what I do, that's the way my brain is going to function. Okay. If I'm on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and yeah. I'm about to win and they ask me, is that my final answer? That's me going, Agreed. Agreed. there are people ca- counting cash, Agreed. counting money. It's the same thing with Deal or No Deal, the whole Agreed. Deal or No Deal. That's a manipulator to get you to... Basically, avoid moving forward. That's why I'm taking the because your out of statistics, it. but they're not like in this case, in this statistic, yeah. what we're talking about. There are too many humans involved in this specific specific statistic, and I think that manipulators are a big part of it. So, uh, well, I think that in this specific game for this game show, I think it was probably created because not even thinking that the stats actually that there could be 
a way to beat the game. Like, there could be a strategy. I bet you it was created knowing that if a person makes a choice and they're given a chance to change their mind, they're probably going to do it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really just like put the pressure on the contestant then, real fast, make them sweat it out real quick, and if they win, then it was like this, and they stayed, it was this big triumphant thing. If they switch and win, even more triumphant. And if they switch and lose, oh, man. But I don't think the statistics were ever probably part of the game. Tell right. you, if you're if you're saying that that uh, Monty Hall agrees with me, then why would they say that the, that the chances to switch are are better? And then why would they say that the statistics to switch makes you a better winner if you do win? That doesn't make sense to me. Well, it's, I don't know if Monty Hall ever deciphered it or anything. Okay. It's I don't like think Monty onlookers Hall are like, oh shit, this is an actual well, statistical well, problem the that we could. That there is a strategy for it. It's not random chance. Somebody discovered okay. this. Not random chance. We're gonna run around it in circles. At the end of the day, I could be and probably am 100 percent wrong. I'm sure there's not a way to do it, but yeah. No, I, I think I mean, you're right. I mean, with what you're saying, with your arguments and stuff, the the main thing that we just have to accept as a three piece here is that this problem is not about being right or being wrong. It's being debated. What do you By think? By statisticians. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. they agree with both sides and disagree with both sides, you know? So it's just a, which one do you agree with and when, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm not sure. I, I, me personally, I feel I totally agree with, with the ratios and the numbers. Um, but in my core, I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter. It's just all about this choice or that choice. Right. So you, oh, you, I think but that, going into the game, yeah. I think that going into the game, I, armed with this information and even feeling like I should say the the opposite, I'm going to say I would switch. Would you switch? Fair. I would switch. That's okay. what I'm going to go with. Tight. Fair. What, I, I, what do you guys say? I'd always switch. I'd stay. Always. Always. I'd be conflicted. I mean, you might ask me tomorrow, and I might say stay. I, you might ask I me the next said, day, I might say switch. I'm not sure. I but right now, maybe, I'm going to say switch. Yeah. When I think that, and like I said, and, I, and, and I've and i said it 50 times already, and I'll say it again, I think a lot of it is psychology, and I am more of a believer in psychology and the human condition than I am in statistics and all that bullshit, as we've talked about. Like, I do believe that that exists, but those are people who have created that and done studies, and I think you can study all day long, but there's a point where things don't add up and make sense, but you just have to make them make sense. And I think yeah. that that option of switching is there and created specifically as a as a target Boy. manipulator. And I, with that, I would switch. I would stay. I would stay 100%. I would pick. I'd see my odds. I'd know that what the odds are going into it. I would make that choice, and I would ride that choice out until the end because – no, sir, Monty Hall. Not today. You're gonna not gonna make me switch. And even if you were showing <laughs> something else, yep, I'd okay. still switch. I still right. stay. That's valid. And if I go into something with, you know, trying to defeat this endowment effect, and you go into it knowing these rules, and you just go ahead and say, okay, well, I'm gonna go ahead and choose in the first round, confidently thinking that I chose a goat. So really, if you go into it with the philosophy of I'm gonna switch, then it doesn't, then it doesn't matter. You're, that's still the same philosophy as going into the first round and saying, I'm never going to switch. Wait, you I just go no. in with a game plan and nope. stick to it. Yeah. Right. It's also, it's it, I'm the, using the thing, my statistics. The, but, but, but you're not. Like, you're not. You're using totally your, am. no, you're using your, using your two thirds to one half. You're not. You're I'm, going in knowing that you're going to switch. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you don't pick the car, you're picking a goat. 
you have predetermined your decision based on your mind. You're going to show up, and no matter what they show you, it's going to be the thing you yeah, expect, yeah, 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 yeah. and you're going to switch. Yeah, and that's not going to change. Same thing as you're you. not going to get there and be like, oh, oh, I'm going to stay. Of course, not. no, you're not. You know you're going to switch. You know yeah. even before before you you're even on that game show. Yeah, three years before, right now, you're no, you you are all knowing that you are going to switch. Yeah, so and what? to me, that is psychology. That's not statistics. Hmm. Well, I I never part of my argument, and I don't think I'll ever will will use the people who are asking me or influencing me or telling me it. I purely reference the numbers. Right. And, and that's that, fine. But that's not that to me that's not psychology. I'm only referencing the stats. The stats that are uh, half I think the psychology part is I don't know if it, what it's just like do you apply the conditional probabilities or not? You know, and some people do, some people don't it seems. Right. You know. And it all depends on what so you I think need that's the, too. the boiling point the, the point there. I think people rely on statistics and need statistics like you. Don't need and I think, I'm using them. Oh, you're using them, but you're genuine, like you seem uncomfortable to just pass up the statistics and just go, okay, here's the the, the base level. Yeah, like this is the base level. There are three doors. There's one car, one so and three. What do I pick? Doesn't matter. I'm gonna pick a door because I I have to. to me, doesn't matter. I'm gonna switch. Right. So I. So that's I think like we're saying you the can same use exact statistics thing. Just, all you want, but at I the am. end of the day, I think statistics are also something that gives people a finite deciding piece to what they're doing. Yeah, I have no and idea. I, uh, like I don't I said, know. Those are just more numbers that don't tell you jack shit. They tell and you the same me, thing they that help. one and three to do. Me, they, they, they don't do shit to me. That's fine. Totally good. It's, uh, that's the bottom line. That's the way it works, man. <laughs> that, and this is what this is how extreme gamblers make money and people who play slots don't. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's I'll I'll walk in there knowing that I I have a chance to lose. Like I'm not going there and be like, oh my god, I'm gonna fucking win. I know I'm gonna win. Yeah, yeah. So I I have a feeling this was more or less just an hour and a half of us saying no, fuck you, <laughs> no, fuck you. No, no, man, no. Yeah, this was epi- This this was the 36. Uh, Dude, there was the devil. This was the 36 week of <laughs> therapy where we all just get to shout at each other for an hour and no! 45 minutes. No! And then next week's going to be all butterflies and uh, poo bear kisses right on Johnny's butthole. Kiss. Stop! So Dang if it! If you guys have an opinion on this, let us fucking know. Let us know who's right and who's wrong. <sighs> what would you choose to do? Yeah, tell us. Uh, but my voice is hoarse and I'm tired. But Johnny, I love you. I love you too, man. Always. It's all an act. No, I, I, think, you're, I think you're wrong. <laughs> I, it, it's, an, it's an act, the yelling, but I will say my opinions are my opinion. I will never, on this podcast, I will never... Play devil's advocate for the sake of arguing. Yeah, like, I only yeah, state my opinion. You can't act anything Fuck comparably you. to Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh, that's <true. laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I was just joking. He probably can. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, stop. All right, well, guys, make sure to hit us up with your thoughts about this, and uh, we hope you had a safe Black Friday. Godspeed uh, for the rest of your week, and uh, we'll have Christmas. Yeah, she will soon. We'll have Christmas. Uh, hit us up on the Facebook, Instagram. That's at Hybrothetical Thinking. Also, we're on XOTV and Twitter at the Hybros, and we're on the Gmails at uh, that's uh, Hybrothoughts at Gmail dot com. And oh man, I need a I need a I need a chill pill. Yeah, he does. Yeah, relax, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, I've been uh, I've been Nick. I've been Taylor. I've been Johnny. 
And uh, Taylor, you're the damn devil. You are the you are the damn devil. Quincey Ocha. You've done this. And white uh, devil, white devil. Guys, if we're around next week for another episode, it means we've worked out our differences. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no guarantees. Yeah, probably no guarantees. <laughs> one in there's one in three chance. There's, there is a one in three chance. You are correct. All right. Until next week. Bye now. Bye. Adios, amigos.